Hello, storytellers, and welcome to episode 208 of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. You'll notice that there was no music and no intro. That's because the computer that holds those files is right now being upgraded. And I didn't want to let you down by waiting until I got that computer back. So I'm still delivering the podcast. It's just without any frills. No intro, no outro, no music. But I promise you great content. Today we're going to talk about story loops. We all experience them. Thing is that we're so preoccupied and busy with our lives that we don't really understand story loops when they happen to us, when we get involved in them, and we often let them control our lives. We let them shape our views of the world and of ourselves, and we help them or we allow them to make choices for us that do not empower us. There are three kinds of story loops. One, obsession. Two, resistance. Three, identification. And here's what they mean. When you are obsessed with something, you really, really uh, can't let the thought of this thing go. You Maybe it's something that you really, really want, and you don't have yet, but you are thinking about it all the time, or even a person, you'll notice that the thoughts about that thing or that person are the same thoughts that repeat again and again and again and again. That is a loop. And we just allow it to happen We probably think most of the time, that's the way things are. That's the reality of my life. I really care about that thing a lot, and so it's natural that I'm going to think about it all the time. That really isn't true. That's where we get a choice to change the narrative if we want to. Resistance. Resistance is similar to obsession, but it's the flip side of the coin. It's when we have a thought about something that we don't like, something that we'd rather avoid. We try to escape from the thought. We try to suppress it, push it aside. But you know that it keeps coming back. The same thought. It's like a broken record again and again and again. Could be I have got to finish that assignment that I really can't stand and I feel overwhelmed by it. And then you say, yeah, 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 I'll get to it whenever. And you move on to something else. You try to get busy with something else. Ten minutes later, the same thought. Five minutes later, the same thought. 
It's nagging at you, nagging at you. And you are resisting it. Here's what you don't know, probably don't know, that the harder you resist a thought, the more attached to it you're going to be. The less chance you have of pushing it aside and moving on from it. The very act of resistance makes the thought stronger and it makes it come back more frequently. And then there's identification. This can happen when you're, let's say you're watching a movie or even let's say you're, you're surfing the web, you're on social media and you see a post by someone that you feel has got everything more together than you. They have the perfect job. They have more money than you. They have great romance, it seems, from what they post on Facebook. And they might make some comment about, you know, um, the really disciplined person gets what they want and the undisciplined don't. And suddenly you're feeling a little insecure and you identify with, I'm, I'm the undisciplined person. You just identify with it. You make it yours. You didn't intend to, but it came into your focus. It came into your mental space and you owned it. You think, ah, I wish that hadn't happened. Here's the thing. In all three cases, obsession, resistance, identification, those thoughts are there because we are choosing them. Yes, we are choosing them and we're allowing them to be there. We're allowing them to be there. What do you mean I'm choosing them? I can't stand some of these thoughts. You're choosing them through habit. You're choosing them through a an unconscious reflex that you have gotten used to. It's a trigger. And when it happens, bam, there you are, possessed by these thoughts that you'd rather not have. So, how does one become the master, the storyteller, instead of the story slave, being the one who's always at the mercy of many thoughts that really drain your energy, uh, bring up very bad feelings, and generally don't make you feel good about yourself and about life. The key is to practice the discipline of becoming the observer. The observer doesn't attach to any particular thought. The observer just observes. The observer notices, ah, this thought has entered my mind, stays centered, doesn't get thrown by it, and then allows the thought to pass. You can accomplish this in any form of meditation. Precisely, that's what meditation is about. Meditation 
is not about getting into some state of ecstasy. It's about being present, 100% present. And that means being present with thoughts that will naturally occur. The difference is that in the practice of meditation, you're not holding on to the thought. You don't allow the obsession to become an obsession. You don't fight with the thought by resisting it. And you don't identify with the thought by having more thoughts that build an argument for it, that convince you that, yes, whether you like it or not, that's who you are. The discipline of meditation takes patience, and you cannot do meditation wrong. The only way you can do it wrong is by not doing it. But when you do it, even for five minutes a day, ten minutes a day, the mere practice, that repetition, is building the mental muscle so that you're getting closer and closer to becoming the observer. You can get to a point where the most distressing thought enters your mind and you don't let it rattle you. You don't let it throw you for a loop. You don't let it bring you down. You simply observe it as if it belonged to somebody else and then you allow it to pass away. It passes into your mind and it passes out of your mind. It floats in and it floats out. You've heard the expression, what we focus on expands. That's absolutely true. So in all three cases of obsession, resistance, and identification, we are holding on to the thought. We're not letting it go So it expands. It develops into, yes, a story, a narrative. It becomes more elaborate. And if it's negative, it will definitely become heavy. It will start to bring negative feelings. It'll create anxiety. And it will make you tired. It will start to drain your energy. But when you're calm... You can allow thoughts to just, okay, there it is. Terrible thought. It's all right. I'm not owning it. I'm just going to allow it to pass. And when you do that and you're successful at letting it pass, guess what? It actually goes away. It's when you refuse to practice the detachment that you engage with the thought and the engagement will make the thought stronger and more dominant. This is a fascinating thing. We all have the power to allow thoughts to just come and go and simply observe them. I learned a wonderful declaration in a very powerful personal development course that was called Enlightened Wizard Training Camp. 
This declaration was actually the first of a series of declarations, and this is what it sounds like. I am the eye of the storm. I stay calm and centered regardless of anything. The eye of a hurricane is fascinating. It's a place where you can be where outside of you the storm is raging violently but in the center in the eye there's tranquility there's peace there's calm that's the image to have when you are the eye of the storm you are the observer those thoughts can be bombarding you rapid fire. They can be coming at you with all their strength, trying to throw you off your game, but you are just calmly detached, observing. Trust that you can do this. Begin to meditate. Don't know how? Go to headspace.com. Take advantage of their 10-day free trial. Actually, it's 10 practices. If they take you 20 days to do, you still have them for free. No obligation whatsoever. It's better if you do them 10 days in a row because that'll give you the consistency that you need to build the new habit the observation habit. Treat yourself. You have nothing to lose. You have so much power to gain. And if you have any resistance to that, take a breath. Sit back. Ask, how can I change my story and change my life? 